Hi, I'm Tom Spurs, and I'm the latest flop at the box office. Hi, I'm Aaron Murray, and you know what? I'm feeling pretty thankful today for movies. Oh, really? It's a good, it's a good time to be into movies. It actually is. No, it's awards season. It is. So we're only talking about bangers today. Yes. We've got, obviously, plenty of great films coming out recently. Mm -hmm. A whole roster. Anatomy of a Fall. Anatomy, nah, yeah. Saltburn. Saltburn. May, December. The Holdovers. The Holdovers. The yeah. Killer. Um, poor Things, yeah. Priscilla. Yeah. We could be talking about any of those. Mm-hmm. Why not? No, fuck those movies. <laughs> We're going to talk about the Marvels. And Hunger Games. And Thanksgiving. The, the real movies. The real, real films. Get you your fucking Oscars out of here. <laughs> we, we only judge movies by one metric. How much cash dollar they make. How much cash dollar they make. And unfortunately... In this case, all of them are shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, well... Actually, Actually, I think two of them should be okay. Yeah, yeah, I think Thanksgiving and Hunger Games should be fine. Yeah. But as we've seen... Well, no, 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 you don't understand. Oh. Hunger Games is a flop because nobody is going to see it. Because Rachel Ziegler is the Antichrist. How could I forget? According to mm. Steve on Facebook, Steve. <laughs> Rachel Ziegler is woke trash. Listen. Who should respect the art form and learn to like here's, old Disney movies. Here's a scoop. And because Disney paid her to say that Snow White isn't as good so they should go see the remake, she deserves the death penalty. You know what? Woke trash. You know what? I saw her killing the baby once. I'd and say. it was nothing compared to what she said about fucking Snow White. So, yeah. <laughs> Have you seen those bomb. fucking articles on Facebook? <laughs> people actually fucking post on Facebook. Um, where it's like, Rachel Ziegler fired from Snow White. And then people are commenting. They like, like finished yeah. filming it like months ago. Why would they fire? <laughs> they would do it all over again. <laughs> and then people like commented going, thank God. I never want to see her face again. Why? Like... Look, she said that she deserves <laughs> money for, for doing a job. Get her the fuck out of it, here. It is, it is the most, like, terminally online thing to suggest that people, that so many people mm. care about Rachel Ziegler's comments yeah. that they will, that, like, you know, Hunger Games or Snow White, that is the reason they flop. Yeah. Like, that is such, like, no, exactly. a terminally online... It's like those people yeah. who say... Those general audiences didn't go see The Flash because they know the DC universe is getting rebooted. Yeah, it's like they don't give a fuck. Like even because he even even Ezra Miller, yeah. even even that is not like a suitable. Because yeah, yeah. most audiences don't give a yeah, exactly. fuck about that. All they care about most most general audiences, all they care about is they're just gonna go and see a movie. Yeah. That's all that asked about. Yeah. And it's like I, it's so bizarre with like with like Rachel Zeke, like and it's like she's just. Just the person. Yeah. Like, like, it's one of them, like, okay, like, fair enough if you, like, disagree with her. No, or exactly. whatever. But, like, to suggest that, like, you know, hey, hey, comments that are completely average, like, whatever. Like, Kelly made the exact same comments about Little Mermaid. Maybe. Like, but three it's like, months but it's like, before. Well, so it's it, like, you know what I mean? Like, who gives a well, shit? Well, fucking, what's his name? From Saltburn? Yeah. Jacob Woody, he basically said, like, something similar. Mm. About, like, how, like, you know, like, was it about Superman or something? Yeah. Well, yeah, like, he said so, like, oh, like, you know, it's just a job. And it's, it's like, almost like not everyone likes the set, you know, feels the same way about things as woke, well, woke I, haters. You see, it's one of them for me. I kind of respect it when people, yeah. you know, like, it, it's like when, um, I mean, because with Rachel Ziegler, I remember, like, when she was at the Shazam 
red carpet. Oh yeah. And they were like, um, you know, it, it, it must be like a question like, oh, like why you didn't like Shazam too? And she's like, I needed the job. <laughs> and I'm so serious. And it's like I totally respect that. No, it's not, like she. That's is, the thing. It doesn't. Oh, Rachel Ziegler. How old is and she? She's like young because it's not like West Side Story. It wasn't that like her big? Yeah, it's like she's. But one of them. At the end of the day, like these are jobs. Like yeah. act like the, and and that, and that doesn't mean oh, that like she hates it. it. Doesn't mean anything like that. Doesn't mean that she. Okay, she's you know, twenty two. Yeah, it's fucking my age. No, exactly. Like it, she like actors. That is their job is to act. Like she's been in Hunger Games is her third film. Fucking like, hell. like it, it's so it's completely so normal. So it was delayed by an entire year. When's it coming out? Twenty twenty-five. Is it actually? Yeah. Fucking hell. March twenty-first. That's 2025. it. Well, that's it. Then Rachel Ziegler's getting recast. The film elicited pre-release controversies, pre-marketing. Yeah. yeah. With Christmas, cr- Christmas with criticism. <laughs> with Christmas. <laughs> criticism levied against Ziegler's outspokenness during the strikes. Outspokenness of like what? How dare she? How dare she have an opinion? Do you know what she said? <laughs> what did she say? Do, do you know? I, I, I barely remember. <laughs> I, I think she said that maybe it's a bit weird that the prince kisses the sleeping girl. Which is the most average like thing that people bring up about the story Fucking of Snow White. Cinema Sin said that. No, yeah, that is that is you would literally see that on a Facebook post in like 2010 of like <laughs> exactly. these like le- epic meme pages yeah, where they like, yeah. isn't this a bit weird? But like, also I and I hate that these people are obviously going to say their version of the film is different to the original because otherwise why would you go and see it? Well, that's, well, they that's want the, yeah. you to come see these films. They're not going to say, yeah, it's the exact fucking same thing. Don't bother. <laughs> Don't they're, bother. Gonna, they're going to say, especially when what yeah. they're trying to do is bring in lots of, not to ge- fucking generalize, but because of these films being princess films, they're trying to bring in lots of little girls mm-hmm. who are then going to go, this is the definitive portrayal of Snow White. So what they're yeah. not going to, to, you know, what they're going to say to, to all these little mm-hmm. girls, they're going to say, this is a movie about yeah. Snow White kicking fucking ass. Yeah, it's going to be... One for yeah. the woman. Obviously, that's what they're going to say. They're yeah. not going to turn around and say, yeah, nah, the man fucking saves the day. Fuck woman, get back into the kitchen. She's not going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> what, do they, what do they think she's going to say? It's such, it's, just, it's such a weird discourse because it's one of them where it's like, most people mm. will not even think about it. Exactly. Like it's one of them. Like if 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 Snow White flops, right? Which you know it's a possibility. It's not going to be because of that. No. It's going to be for different reasons. There'll be those fucking dwarves. Man. Yeah, uh, you know, you know, there'll be a reason why that it's like because people don't care. Like the Flash mm. bombed for many, 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 many different reasons. It's all because Tom Cruise said it was good. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Which, like, yeah, but it's like, you know, there could be, you know, I mean, yeah, like, okay, okay, the DCEU, like, thing about how, like, it's basically all meaningless will probably be a factor for some people. For some people, yeah. yeah. You know, same with, like... The nerds. Yeah, same with, like, Ezra Miller being in it. Same with this, same with that. It's like, but it's awesome as well. The woke libs. The woke libs. You know, that's Who what aren't seeing do. The Flash because yeah. it's a reboot of the DCEU. <laughs> but it's like one of them, most people like probably just didn't see it because they just didn't want to see yeah, it. Yeah. Like I feel like this year, the main thing that's that's happened this year is audiences are getting picky. Yeah. They're getting a hell of a lot more picky this no. year, which I mean, leads pretty nicely. Have you seen the fucking prices? <laughs> exactly. 
Holy it's fucking shit. Fucking expensive. I was booking my friend a ticket to go see Hunger Games. £12.50. £12.50. £12.50? £12. Yeah. F- what? No, yeah, exactly. Unless you're going to the cinemas regularly. Joe Biden needs to do <laughs> something about this. Joe Biden sort this out. out of control. <laughs> but, like, but it's why they're like, funny enough, like, you know, like, this, like, discussion leads pretty nicely into, like, the Marvels. Yeah. Because the Marvels has been a pretty major flop. Mm. And it's one of them where a lot of people will bring up, oh, go woke, get broke, or whatever. Woman. Yeah, with like, oh, it's like, but you know what? What it probably is, is just, people just haven't been that interested. The marketing never really, I think, captured people's excitement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? It's a shame, because, because leading into the Marvels, yeah. there was a lot of controversy around it. Yeah. The marketing was a bit of a mess. Mm. Obviously, Marvel's not in the best place right now, and yeah, all that, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But it's a shame, because it's actually not a bad movie. Yeah. Like, this is this is the thing about the Marvels. I had no excitement for it. Yeah, because whatsoever. you also hate all women. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. sexism. Mm-hmm. No, uh, but no, it's it's just, the Marvels is, is just, it was one of them. It just, they didn't really, I just wasn't that keen on it. Yeah. And so, I was going to see it, because I've been seeing the Marvel movies, you know. But it's like, <laughs> but you know, it, it's one of them, I wasn't that excited for it. But then I watched it, and I'm like, yeah, that was fine. Mm. Like, it was totally acceptable. And it, and it is a bit of a shame that, like, this is the one that's getting the brunt of the criticism. Yeah. Now, did I wait? Yeah, this yeah. is This is the one that's being tied to, like, our oh, MCU's over. Because it's like, to me, I'd rather watch this ten fucking times over Quantum Mania. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you yeah. know, it, it's been this weird, like, kind of thing where, yeah, the film's not doing great. Mm. But, like, um... But it is what it is. It's weird. This has probably been the best run of MCU content in a while. How this, do you mean? Guardians. Yeah. Secret Invasion wasn't awful. Well, it depends who you ask. Mm. The finale of Secret Invasion. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, it, 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 it's one of them. Like, I think. Um, Loki, yeah. season two. People, yeah, people liked it. Was, it was pretty good. But it's one of them, like, I think. The finale of Loki season two was actually kind of fire. Yeah, like, it, yeah, and I, you know, I, I've seen people, like, people have really enjoyed it. And I think, I think what's, what's going on with Marvel right now is audiences are getting a lot pickier with yeah. what they go and see and I think no, that's it's, also it's, it's because general audiences know that the Kang saga is in <laughs> is in turmoil exactly it's like yeah it's, like it's, no it's one... cause yeah. they know that Jonathan Majors yeah you know I mean it, it's cause they know that Kang Dynasty might be cancelled so what's the point what's the point yeah films? but it's like it's one of them it's like you know like Quantumania the reason why that bombed yeah. was because it did really well the first weekend and then everyone realised that they went to go see Quantumania yeah. and were like this is fucking dog shit I am <laughs> not like you know and you know I mean the poor reviews probably had an effect on it too cause like you know the reviews for it were pretty dire mm. for a Marvel movie you know, and it's like, yeah, like that happened. It was with also it. the third Ant Man film. Yeah, which Ant Man was never really a big. <laughs> that was always. I mean, they weren't flops, but they were never the biggest money makers See, I, anyway. I, th- I do think this is the general thing that I'm. I think audiences. I don't know. Audiences are being more picky, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is meaning that Marvel no longer have the juice to make mm-hmm. something out of nothing. I also think as well, they don't have the same goodwill as they used to. Because exactly. They, because, that, because, because that's, that's the thing. Audiences, yeah. Audiences are getting picky. There's a difference picky, between but... going to see the new Guardians because it's the next Marvel movie mm-hmm. to now where it's I'm going to see the Marvels because it's the next Marvel movie. Yeah, it's like, because to me, like, because Guardians did well because it was the last Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Yeah, the Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy 
both films had such goodwill that people were excited to see yeah, it. Yeah. Whereas with the Marvels, barring some hardcore MCU fans, people didn't really care. There wasn't I that wonder, much excitement. I do wonder how Even much Even Quantumania of, didn't have some... Like, I wonder how excitement. much of the Marvels came down to... Um, like, people, people not going to see the Marvels came down to general audiences seeing the title and the poster mm-hmm. and going, the fuck are the Marvels? Marvels the Marvels? Mm. And then looking at the poster and seeing, well, I know Captain Marvel. It might have... Who are these yeah. other fuckers? It might have benefited <laughs> maybe from calling it, like, Captain Marvel Why 2. Why wasn't called Captain Marvel 2? Like, yeah. blows my mind. Uh, yeah, like, it, it's, it's weird. It is like, yeah, movie. It, it is, yeah, because it is, it is, ultimately, she is the main character. I yeah. think it probably might have benefited from... Because I think it wants, it clearly wants to be a Captain Marvel too. Yeah. Even yeah. just looking at like the logo and stuff like that, and it's like it is, it is very much a Captain Marvel too. A lot of it is about like Captain Marvel is the main character of that movie. It is yeah. ultimately her, it is her story, but they mostly it's still the Marvels, it's yeah. Captain Marvel too, and it's like, which yeah, I mean maybe what the benefits are from that too, because obviously Captain Marvel one did extremely well. Yeah. It, it made over a billion. Yeah. So yeah. which I know people have attributed to like. Endgame hype and obviously totally 2019 was a wild year yeah. for movies yeah. everything was making that up Lion Lion. King remake exactly everything Aladdin, the Aladdin yeah. remake made a billion isn't it it is mad which is bizarre looking back how fucking much on an upscale movie like movie going was mm-hmm. and like fucking COVID no literally it was like honestly right the way the way they were going in 2019 was madness like mm. it was it really was going high and then all of a sudden the pandemic just boom i think yeah. i think that's why it was so catastrophic Tenet killed off everyone <laughs> it was why it was so catastrophic at the time yeah, because yeah. it was like because we went through having like uh, so many different billion dollar movies cinemas you know really hitting the park and then all of a sudden none yeah because like the pandemic happened and all these places closed and it's like and, I, and, and it's one of them like i think with the Marvels, it's interesting because when you talk about it, like, we're not talking about the film that much. Because the film itself is fine. But yeah. I think it's just an interesting movie because I think so, it, there's been so much discourse around it, which is from a movie that, quite frankly, is probably one of the most simple mm. meat and potatoes yeah, yeah. Marvel movies there's ever been. Like, it really does feel like a superhero movie from, like, 2006. It's, yeah. It feels... I- it's short. It's snappier. It's, mm. it's like... It's, it, it feels... It just feels different to the rest of them. I know what you mean. I, I, I wouldn't mm. agree that it feels like a superhero movie of 2006. Mm. Because I think 2006 particularly was a time when superhero movies were so safe. Because well, you had the yeah. X-Men craze. Yeah. And X-Men taught studios that in order to make superhero movies, they had to take out the superhero <laughs> part of the superhero movie. Well, but more, more in the sense of like... Less, less like a, I know it yeah, feels like less, a throwback, but I can't yeah. figure out what it feels like, like a throwback. Yeah, yeah, to. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like it's less that it's like oh, like like exactly like that to yeah. a T. Like like yeah, like I don't think Fox would release yeah. it, but it does have that feel because it has a much snappier I know feel you, in, in terms of like sense, yeah, absolutely. where it's like it has it's you know it's the shortest Marvel movie like the MCU movie <laughs> for better or for worse for better or worse, but like it is you know it, yeah like it it does feel very much mm. like those kind of movies where it was like you know where. It's, it, it's strange. Like, it's a really strange movie in that yeah. sense. That it's like a very timely one as well. Yeah. Considering how much of it Play M is talking about, or at least how much of it seems to want to talk about Captain Marvel as this figure of power, as mm-hmm. this figure of um, 
absolute fucking we can I can destroy anything I can save worlds yeah. which is which is where the pacing issues come in because yeah. it's one of them where I, I know like one particular point of discourse that's been coming up is like particularly with the last couple of Marvel movies actually is like the runtime mm. because we've had like Wakanda Forever was like over two and a half hours yeah, yeah. and then you get um like Boss Fears of Madness which is two hours on the dot mm. Love and Fun there under two hours and you get those films and there's been a lot of controversy about it because I think a lot of people equate length to like good movie yeah, which is yeah. stupid but like you know because it's one of them a movie could be four hours or it could be one hour like yeah. it doesn't matter like yeah, it's you yeah. know but like it's interesting watching this one because in some ways the pacing of the Marvels is quite solid because mm. it's snappy it does it does move however it has the problem of because it's so quick and only has so much time certain ideas that it wants to explore it doesn't explore enough yeah there's just not enough time no i love the idea of essentially saying right so captain marvel is joe biden and this this is why this is what i think joe biden's doing wrong yeah is it from like looking at that in terms of this is near da costa saying joe biden sort your shit out or whoever's president Mm -hmm. sort your shit out and do something with the fucking power you have Mm -hmm. instead of fucking over other countries which again insanely timely <laughs> yeah um holy shit um and i love that angle but the then because of how rushed it is in the one scene where captain marvel is saying this is oh i'm sorry for doing this this yeah, is what yeah, i did the movie doesn't have a chance to focus on that because it's immediately going back to monica's character arc kamala's character it also arc. immediately has to resolve that too, exactly where it's like and it's like that's a complicated yeah, exactly, fucking issue exactly and it's like but it doesn't have that time and yeah. it, and that also applies to the villain too where the yeah. villain has practically no depth whatsoever exactly because the and film considering the villain's meant to represent this yeah. country essentially <laughs> who Captain Marvel has fucked over by using her power in the wrong way or in a way mm-hmm. where she was ignorant and didn't know yeah. how to use it for the villain to essentially be boiled down to Killy McKillkill. Yeah, it's is too. Such, yeah, it's it's it, it, it's, it's overly yeah. simplistic, and it's like, but it's it's ma- almost it's, insulting. Yeah. yeah, and it but it largely boils down to this film has absolutely no time to properly add depth to these characters, yeah. so they just have to keep chugging along, and it's and if it, and that's the central problem with the movie mm. is like it, it, it the pacing of the film is solid but the actual narrative substance well, see, this is, a, is I low think because of it purely on the surface as a simple fun time at the cinemas i think this provides that yeah it's fine like, it's why like, i would recommend it to people mm. if they do if they do enjoy marvel movies and they enjoy these kind of movies i would recommend it to yeah, people. Yeah. I'd say, yeah it's not it's not good necessarily it's not like it's not and like is a star no yeah exactly like it, it's one of them like there's enough charm from these actors yeah, yeah. that that 100% it, it's carried entirely on that show it's so nice to see Brie yeah. Larson enjoying herself yeah it's one of them like there is there's obviously a lot of fun that's being had with this film yeah. which is kind of refreshing to see because a lot of these Marvel movies recently have been very samey mm. I mean even stuff like Shang-Chi which is attempted you know, to do some different ideas yeah, still, yeah. still reverts back to mm. that boring old third act and it's like a lot of these Marvel movies we're becoming very samey at least to me and the it's third like, act of this is its weakest Yes. Personally. Yes. Um, that fucking whole thing with her, I'm trying to 
destroy the sun or whatever the fuck she's trying to do. Mm-hmm. Move the sun to yeah. her. Uh, shut the fuck up. It's still, uh, it's, it's still within nobody, but like, even at its weakest, there'll still be at, like the occasional moments. Oh, it's, oh, like, it's fun. Where it, where it brings you Samuel back. Samuel L. Yeah. Jackson's really fun in it. Yeah. Amar Bellani's fantastic yeah. in it. Um, the, her family is really, really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know I mean? It's a fun movie. It's just a really fucking frustrating one because I feel like it's picking at something. I feel like it's, it's got something it's, to it's, say. It's, it's inches away from genuinely being like a really yeah. great Marvel movie. It's got it's something just, to yeah. say, but it doesn't have a chance to say it. It's it's like it's like it's constantly starting the sentence, yeah. but then it's Kevin Feige smacking but it then, across yeah. the head. Well, I was thinking, it's interesting because Nia DaCosta said recently that like, she always intended for it to be a shorter film. Because it does feel, at least to me, it does yeah. feel like... Bits of it are missing. Bullshit. I call bullshit. <laughs> yeah, like it's like, yeah. it just to me it does feel like bits of it are missing mm. because again it's like I'm like surely the villain had more substance than this. There's even like, surely where um the fucking um it, there'll be t- cuts that feel too quick. Mm-hmm. There'll be jokes that end too fast mm-hmm. or start too quick or yeah. a cut to death and so don't land. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's such a weird movie and those are like little things but they add up yeah in terms yeah. of length it's like it's one of them you might think oh like you know this like slightly quick cut might not mean much mm. but those things add up as no, time exactly. goes on and like i i would be really interested to see what was cut out of this if there yeah, was any yeah. in that or if it you know maybe it's incredibly faithful and all that was cut out was slight like different like different yeah scenes. in which case i've got an entirely different problem which yeah yeah, yeah yeah exactly so it's like but it's one of them like, at least in my vision like i it, this does feel like a maybe like a like maybe like a two hours ten minute movie yeah, yeah. that's been trimmed down where yeah. it's still watchable it's still enjoyable it's not like quite to the level of like certain other superhero movies yeah, that yeah. have had that problem but you you can still sort of see it's like coming apart at the seams a bit yeah you can sort of see it's hanging on by your threads because of how fast it has to move yeah which means a lot of the story lacks depth I, I recommend it yeah just it's, yeah it's, personally yeah. it left me frustrated Mm-hmm. because there's almost a great superhero movie here mm-hmm. um, and one that actually like touches upon really topical themes mm-hmm. and instead what we get is something that at its worst feels insulting to those themes yeah um, you know what I mean so uh, but it at least gets by with it gets by it, yeah it's fun yeah it gets by with having enough charm which is more than I can say with a lot of yeah, movies yeah. released in a recent memory like fucking like fucking Quantumania and stuff like oh. that yeah, at least this has something to say. <laughs> yeah, I, I like because like I would I would rather watch this like ten times over Quantum Mania. Absolutely, like any day of the week. Speaking of um, cut to death, we have an, There's another film that came out this weekend. Yeah. Oh my god, I could use the segue for either film. You could. Um, in a literal way or in a editing way. Do editing. Editing way. We'll do let's, editing. Way. Let's go down the path of editing. Um. Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Yes. Did you see any songbirds in this film? You know what? I certainly did. And what about in, those snakes? In <laughs> fact, I'd say for both songbirds and snakes, <laughs> I couldn't get enough of them. Um, yeah, so before this, I hadn't seen a single Hunger Games movie, Same. which I immediately went and changed. Same. I saw all of the Hunger Games movies. Um, I thought the first one fun, not yep. bad. Yeah, yeah, a bit same things I don't like, and I don't like the shaky cam in it. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit annoying. Um, you know, but 
it's it's good. I enjoyed it. I think catching fire is a big improvement. I yeah. really like catching fire a lot. Um, and then Mocking Jay, part one and two, um, have the moments, but you can obviously tell that they are stretching that story out. Mocking Jay, part two is boring. Yeah, exactly. So, which is a bit ridiculous. It's so boring. It felt like at least it was, to me. Like yeah. it felt like it was four hours long. Yeah. Like it's yeah. it's. Mockingjay's like story clearly is not made for two movies, but you can see them really stretching it oh, out. Oh, they try. They, they they stretch it out, and it just it hates those films a lot. Yeah, no, they, they really try. They don't have the same impact that I think they could have. Yeah. Um. So my expectations with this one were quite low. Yeah. Just because I was like, eh, like, I mean, the franchise is not a bit of a porn. No, it's the a trailers that came out ten years. Yeah, later. like. It, it, it just looked a bit like a cash it's out. Like that Monsters than... University type vibe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Hunger Games Monsters <laughs> University. But like, yeah, so I was kind of, I went into it with like fairly low expectations. But I will say, I actually thought it was the best entry since Catch and Fire. I think I... it's the best entry. Like... Um, because personally, yeah. Hunger Games for me, the thing I've always found a bit weird about it is I don't think it's sure what it is. Mm-hmm. Because... Uh, at least from the conversion of book to film. It's one of the hardest ones, I think, that they've tried to pull off. Because the story is about these kids killing each other mm-hmm. in a in what is a spectacle for the people in the capital. Yeah. So why is it a spectacle for us? You know what I mean? Why, why are we watching a movie I that guess... is about these kids killing each other that is presented as a blockbuster? Yeah. You know, I mean, there's there's an inherent yeah. contradiction there that I always found a bit difficult to grasp. I guess I mean um, I guess the logic could be it's like oh it's like a warning. Yeah, but maybe I don't know if that's what it really gets across. Yeah, that's and, true. Yeah. And so what I found most interesting about this one is that it actually feels like it grapples with that, and <laughs> um, and that I because I mean obviously the film is about the Hunger Games they've lost their juice. Um, they, <laughs> they they need a refresh. They need a reboot. Funnily enough, franchise fatigue. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but this is what's so interesting yeah, yeah, about yeah. it from a from a meta lens. Yeah, is we are watching a film about the Hunger Games have gone on for ten years and they need a refresh to keep up to date with modern audiences. Mm-hmm. And we are watching this. This is a film that is ten years after the Hunger Games <laughs> happened. That is about that is the yeah, Hunger Games movie that, that needs a modern refresh. It, you know, it is literally about itself in a way, um, and obviously the way they solve it in the film is they put in all these ways to make um, it more audience friendly, to make um, the audience engage more. Like, yeah, like they, they, more they turn the Hunger Games from what perhaps we feel like it should be mm-hmm. in these films into a spectacle. Yeah, which. Funnily enough, is the exact issue I have with the Hunger Games mm-hmm. as a franchise. Yeah. Would you look at that? What interesting thematic yeah. exploration. Um, and we see this through the lens of the guy from the capital, Snow, who um, is the villain of the first four. Um, Donald Sutherland, yeah. Donald Sutherland, absolutely. Yeah. And this is played by Tom Blythe. And we see his essential. We essentially see him go from. I think this film is fascinating from like a metal lens. We see him go from essentially this optimistic creative, mm-hmm. who is still a bit of a prick, but this like optimistic creative, um, if you will, in terms of he has all these ideas for the Hunger Games, um, and then he becomes disillusioned with power, with reality, all mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. Um, which I guess you could argue 
if you look at a certain lens, is vaguely similar to what's going on in studio filmmaking in terms of taking these young directors. Yeah. Putting them in I the think, system. Yeah, like, I think that's kind of where I think... So, yeah, like, I really like this film overall, mm. but I do think that's sort of where the issues start to come in mm. with Snow's character. Yeah, Because yeah. this is a long film. Yeah. It's two and a half hours. It's split. It's a very, like, very clear three parts. Yeah. Very much a free act structure. Yeah, yeah. And I think those first two acts are really strong. Yeah. And act three is still solid. Mm. Still solid. But you can really feel, at least to me, you can really yeah, feel yeah. that, like, they had to rush a little bit Not to absolutely. get this to be two and a half hours. And I think where the cracks start to form, at least with Snow, and without getting like too deep into spoilers, I think the film, I think, could have done a better job at really selling snow's transformation yeah and i think well, i think this is what the film isn't sure about mm-hmm. is I, I don't think it's sure whether or not they want to play the tragic villain route or whether or not they want to play the mm-hmm. he was a prick all along and the hunt, yeah and the, the power yeah. got to him route yeah because it's like because there's a bit of both yeah because yeah it's like they're close to getting there yeah so i'm like because i've been like thinking about this one like did this need to be a two-part film and I'm kind of leaning towards no. Yeah. I think this probably just needs it to be longer. Yeah. I feel like this might have just benefited from just being a three-hour movie. Yeah. At least from, like, my, like, point of view, which it's, like, I feel like... Because I do think the big sort of, like... Because, yeah, because this film is ultimately about the creation of Snow yeah, yeah, yeah. as we see him in The Hunger Games. And I think that stuff is fine. Yeah. But I don't think it comes together... Yeah. as nicely as I think the film wanted to. Yeah. It's still... I don't... It's one of them where I feel... Usually with these prequels, there could be something interesting in that. Like, Better Call Saul is a really good example of that. Yeah. It's yeah. like, you know, you see this slow creation of Saul Woodman. That yeah. sort of... Which, obviously, this well, yeah, movie yeah, yeah. doesn't have that time. It doesn't have well, six seasons, I you know. It, it, I think anything like this shoots mm-hmm. itself in the foot when it makes its villain... Uh, or it makes its main, the main character the villain it's trying mm-hmm. to give a backstory to. Because uh, at the end of the day, Saul Goodman is a bad person. Yes. But he's not bad to the point of irredeemable. You could you could see this deep down, like as well that like he's not a he's not a great person, but he's not like a maniacal yeah. supervillain either. He's like, not he's not Cruella Deville. Yeah. Cruella Deville. It feels like an insult to the audience to say Cruella Deville is evil because her mom was killed by Dalmatians. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? That's an insult to the audience. Yeah. What's not an insult to the audience is saying Saul Goodman um, is the way he is because of all these tragedies that struck him. Mm-hmm. Um, President Snow is more in the Cruella line of villains than he is the Saul Goodman yeah. line of villains because he quite literally runs a game where children kill each other. Yeah, like, I don't think they quite sell it enough mm. of, like, it's one I'm where I don't really feel sympathetic for him too much. Yeah. And I'm like, it, it's still one of them where I'm like, if that was their intent, yeah. I'm not really that, like, you know, I'm not necessarily, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, and so it, it, it's this weird thing of like, but, but at the same time, I do think this film is incredibly strong. Mm. Like, I think, you know, I've, I do think the games are really well done. Um, they're, you know, I mean, one thing about Hunger Games that I've always kind of dug about them is... They're all PG thirteen, yeah. But they push that rating to the limit. Oh, absolutely. In terms of, I was thinking about actually. The, they are they are the, not afraid to get. To pretty. me, this was more brutal than Five Nights at Freddy's, which was fifteen. <laughs> no, yeah, no, like those, like yeah, it's fucking brutal, yeah, like yeah. Hunger Games, like it, it's it 
they're not, and that's always one thing I've liked about them is they're not afraid to get pretty brutal. Yeah. And they will, they will push the rating that they get because these are ultimately for teenagers and yeah. stuff. But they're not afraid to push that to the limit. Yeah. And really, like you know, I, I've always like praised that like with them. I think each film does that really well, and it's like, but I just think with this one. Again, it, I feel like because they were nervous about like doing a two-parter or something, they've really tried to neatly pack this mm. as much as possible, which I understand. And again, like I don't know if I necessarily agree that this needs a two-parter. I'm kind of leaning towards no. Again, like I'm, I'm leaning towards yeah. This just needed more time. Yeah, like I think. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's because you know there is something there that's yeah. really strong. I just think by the end, I think the the grand point it's making gets a bit lost. No, I agree. Because it, it's really trying to, like, get everything yeah, in yeah. to this package when I'm, like... I think, because you can sort of tell it... Because to me, actually, it feels like a very different movie. Yeah. In a way, where it lacks the kind of... It lacks the confidence yeah. of Acts 1 and 2. Because those first, like, two acts, they really take the time. Mm. Which I really appreciate. I, I, and that's another thing about the home game, especially the first two, I love how long they take actually yeah. get to the games yeah, yeah. I always dug that about them yeah it was yeah. always something I think it's cool that they did that and it wasn't you didn't get that immediate satisfaction of yeah. you know it, it's something I've always like praised about like that but it's like you know but like with this one it's like those first two acts are really solid and really you know well paced and in the third act it doesn't tank it necessarily mm. it doesn't mean like the most utterly shit but you can kind of see it's like Mm, like you can sort of see like the cracks no I, I agree that the, the third like act kind of gets by on the goodwill of the first two yes um, absolutely and I, I do think the third act I, I agree it's, it's because it feels like a different movie but not enough so to the point where it should be mm-hmm. a different part a literal different movie yeah um, it, it, it rides this weird line that I'm not entirely sure how I feel about um, I think one thing the movie does really well is this sense of melodrama and mm-hmm. um, of leaning into the more campy aspect of the Hunger Games. Um, well, yeah, I mean Viola Davis in this, Jesus Christ! Oh my God, she's a su- she's like she- she's literally like a supervillain. This was her like, audition to play Kang. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's yeah, no, her, she's amazing in it. Even even Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage, he's having a great time. Yeah, like you know, uh, some scenes that with him are fantastic. Yeah. Just hysterical yeah um you know it's a movie that's not afraid to have fun with its concept which i guess works even better in terms of the fact it's a movie about watching um about the joy that some people get from watching kids die mm-hmm. um and so you know by would you watch the hunger games would i watch the hunger mm-hmm. games um that's such a difficult that's, that's a difficult question in it because obviously um i would if they started now, <laughs> if they, they start, yeah, imagine, yeah. imagine like the memes. Like, imagine, like, that'd be great. Yeah, imagine Reddit now. Come on, <laughs> imagine Reddit on the Hunger Games. I mean, how far are we really off the Hunger Games? Yeah, that's true. Did you not see how people watch the Johnny Depp trial? Essentially, <laughs> yeah, that is the Hunger Games. <laughs> but no, I, I do think. Um, it makes some good points. I think it does um, 
I think thematically, I think this is why I'm so enamored by it in a way. Mm. I think thematically, it's just one of the more interesting studio blockbusters. I mean, we've gotten this year. yeah. I mean, that's the thing about Hunger Games is like I do think like Mark and Jay's like politics get a bit muddy by the yeah. end and stuff. But I always, but I do praise them like for at least. Well, I think that's the thing. I Mocking Jay for me. There's, there's stuff lost in the messaging because of the stretching because, <laughs> because of all that because of the stretching how cynical it feels yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's like I think I do think as a rule like Hunger Games has been fairly good at like exploring a lot of its political themes yeah. which oh, I mean oh, obviously you're not going to get the most radical oh, no, piece absolutely. of it at the end of the day it's a young adult mm. like novel you're not going to get yeah, like yeah. you know with the but it's one of them like but for a star set for a lot of people, I think it's great to sort oh, of see. Absolutely. It's like similar to Barbie in some way, where it's like it was cool to see in that, like seeing like so many like different themes of like mm. of like feminism and stuff. That like you know, it's not like this radical fucking thing, but it's cool to see like you know those themes packed in a very accessible yeah. blockbuster, which kind of this has a similar feel. Of, I-, I will say you know, it's, yeah. it's nice to see a prequel to a major studio franchise mm-hmm. that doesn't feel cynical. No, like there's, it, there's no there's no yeah, casting like, of a big star yeah, in the lead role. Yeah. The movie exists because the author wrote a book. The, yeah, the author wrote um, the book, and then you were like, okay, let's explore. Yeah, we that. might as well. Yeah, let's do um, that. It hasn't been turned into a fucking three parter. Two. No, yeah, they're not. They're not. They haven't really said like that. There's going to be more Hunger Games exactly. after this, which is you know, which is like I think they've basically just said, if another book is made, mm. they'll make it into a film, which that's fine by me. Like that's sound like that's yeah I'm, I'm happy with that I, i'll take that it's nice watching something that doesn't feel so cynical yeah like it, it, it should nice. it's just a genuinely solid movie yeah. that like has its issues sure Absolutely. but it's like but for something that could have easily just been a really stupid and just really cheap cash grab yeah you could have done a lot worse than it's this. a shame that's rachel ziegler said that she hates snow white though so this movie will make 10 hey, well yeah i mean why 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 rachel why Gotta say the most that is not the most egregious crime she committed because the most egregious crime that Rachel Ziegler has committed is a Texan accent in this. Yeah, that holy was, shit! I don't know what that was about. I don't know why. I mean, look, I get it. She's a song bitch. She sings. I get it. Well, fuck me. She was singing every time. <laughs> Jesus Christ! She can sing. No, she can beautiful holy singing shit. voice. Absolutely. Oh my god. She's, yeah, but like Jesus Christ. <laughs> like those those songbirds and snakes in the title, they really get their time to shine. Like, which I guess they, I can praise it. Stop. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I guess I can praise it for that. No, because I'm one of the people who saw that title and went, "That's stupid." But no, you know what? Fair. After watching that, it would be stupid Fair not enough. to call it the Ballad yeah. of Songbirds and Snakes. Not not calling that would have been ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. What, like, else, what else would you call it? Hunger Games. There are some snakes in this one. <laughs> There's some snakes in this one. Now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and speaking of. What was speaking of lots of cuts? Yeah, go. We'll go back. Speaking speaking of death, speaking ah. of yeah, speaking of hunger. I'm pretty hungry for some turkey, and <laughs> 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 I, I sure do love my turkey during Thanksgiving. We're British. Yeah, Thanksgiving isn't. What is Thanksgiving? Ah, uh, I don't know. Isn't it like National We Hate the British Day? No, it's Fourth of July. That's 4th of July. I think. Okay. I think. Thanksgiving is something else. Um, Native Americans. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, because there's that one scene. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Right. <laughs> uh, so Thanksgiving is a new Eli Roth joint. Yes. Slasher. Yes. Welcome back, slasher genre. We missed you. Um, mm-hmm. There was no happy death day this year, so, you know, I mean, really, what's the point? <laughs> yeah, so... I 
similar to Hunger Games in some ways, where I was like, my expectations for this were fairly low because yeah. with Eli Roth, he's kind of he's kind of all over the place. He made the house with uh, cock in its walls. Yeah, like he, he's a very hit or miss director. What else did he make? Um, Hostel. Oh yeah. Which I like that first one a lot. At the Green Inferno. He's a, like he's not like an awful director, but like he's also he's, he's pretty shocking. <laughs> yeah, like he, he's one of them. He, he can be very very hit or miss. Made knock knock. Knock knock. Yeah. Did that, but like my my expectations were pretty low for like an Eli Roth movie. But this, I absolutely loved it. Like it was, yeah. it, I was really shocked by how much I enjoyed it. Like it is just nice to get a good fun slasher. Yeah, it's it, it is my guilty pleasure of the year. Yeah, because it is, it's stupid, it's cheesy, it's you know, but it embraces it in a way that I feel like you know, it's funny because like I was thinking about Five Nights at Freddy's a lot. Mm. By like watching like Thanksgiving, yeah, yeah, because I also generally think about Five Nights at Freddy's a lot. Naturally, but um, I like I one of the things I like, fucking hated in Five Nights at Freddy's was the constant wink at the camera. Yeah, on um, like not like literally, but like the constant just it's constantly making fun of itself. Yeah, and immediately on the cut itself, this was like perfect in terms mm. of it's silly. Yeah, it knows it's silly. Yeah. But it doesn't, like, it's not constantly going, isn't this stupid? Yeah. How stupid is this? Like, no, it just embraces it. Yeah. And so we get this slasher that feels like a proper throwback to, like, the 90s. Yeah, yeah. And Big screen vibes. Yeah, like, yeah, that's like a proper throwback to, like, you know, these old, like, slashers of the time. Like, yeah. not necessarily the 80s, not necessarily, like, Jordan, like, that time, but the 90s where they were a little bit more, like, they were more interested in subverting themselves a bit. Yeah, more. yeah. They were, like, you know, like, so like Urban Legend, I know what he did last summer. Scream, yeah. like those those ones specifically where they yeah, were like yeah. they were slasher movies that kind of were made by people who sort of understood the slasher genre and kind yeah. of you know and it's like and it's one of them again like yeah like this you know don't go into this expecting like you know beautiful writing like mm. the satire in it's so on the nose yeah, yeah. but. Weird as sometimes that really irritates me, and this I loved how on the nose it was. Yeah. Because it, again, it's like I don't mind that as long as you embrace it. You yeah. Know? Yes, on the nose, you give a fuck. Like this film knows exactly the kind of tone it needs to be for it to work, mm. and it just rides that line. Yeah. Like where it goes, yeah. Like we know, like you're not going into this for some, you know, elevated like piece of fiction yeah it's not you know because it's all them I will be honest the main character had a necklace with a dead mum in it and mm. I was like oh no yeah I was I was ready you're ready for, for the three man part two yeah I was ready for the trauma I was ready for all that and look I, you can explore that to your heart's content in a movie but fucking hell I'm so sick of it yeah in horror movies yeah, yeah every single horror movie has to be like about that now and, it's yeah. like, and I appreciate that this was like yeah it's there but instead of it being about you know, like instead of that being the whole movie, it's just a, it's also there for it's a vehicle for a stepmom. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's a it's reason the, for yeah. have a stepmom. No, yeah, and it's also there as well, like, and it also like that has a cool payoff yeah. at the end, which is like it's like it's just it's such a simple movie mm. that it just felt really refreshing. Yeah, no, but I it's agree. very weird that we get you because know, it's like I mean, I mean, even if she would scream, like I would say I like this more than Scream Six. Yeah, like you know, I, I you know, and I like Scream Six, but I think this just this is just so much fun. Yeah, and Scream Six is fun too, but I just feel like this is just this just really nailed that tone yeah. really well. I didn't didn't stray way too far into like the silliness. Yeah, to the point of just being irritating. Like its kills are really fun. Exactly, like it knows like you just want to go and see this film. You just you want to go and see a slasher. 
mm. set drone effects given, and that's exactly what you get. Yeah. And yet the kills are fucking cool because Eli Roth knows how to do that. There's a and sequence at the beginning um, mm-hmm. in the supermarket, like yeah, the which supermarket. is fantastic. Yeah, absolutely excellent. Cold Honestly, open. I just wanted that to like last for the entire. Yeah, movie. it is a excellent cold open. Yeah, like it's a yeah, like that. As soon as that, I was like, nah, I, I was in. I was immediately in, and it was like. It's just, yeah, like, it was one of them. I was really, really flawed by just how much I enjoyed it. Like, yeah, it's not, it's, it's not, like, my favourite of the year. I'm not going to, like, you know, it's not a film that I'm going to be like, yeah, now this, this should yeah. be in the Oscars. No, yeah, it's, yeah. it's just a genuinely really fun, very gory movie that I just had a ton of fun with. Yeah. I like that it just, it knew the tone it needed to be. Yeah. And I'm really, I was really happy with that because Eli Roth has that problem with tone. Like, you know, he, he will put in, like, stupid jokes where they're not needed. Yeah. And stuff, and he will, you know, he again, like, he can be very consumist, but I feel like with this, he nailed it. Mm. Like, he nailed the exact, like, so that's why it's easily his best film. Yeah. Like, easily his best. Like, because, like, I love Hostel 1, mm. but I wouldn't necessarily say it's a good film. Yeah. Whereas this, I would say, yeah, genuinely, it's a very fun movie. Get in there, Eli Roth. Yeah. Get in there, bro. We're proud. Keep of making you. these. I know, I know he wants to do more, apparently. I he would wants be to do more of which... Thanksgiving too. Yeah, I mean, he wants to do that, and I think he wants to do. <laughs> I think he wants to do um like different holidays, <laughs> which I'm like fuck that. it, do do like slash some weird holidays. A slash like, called Merry it. Christmas feels like it has to happen, or like some stupid jingle bell. Merry Kilmas. How is that not happening? There you go. You write that script. Well, there is sat with yeah, because you got Black Christmas, Silent Night, Deadly Night. There's um. Uh, I know it's not a slasher, but the Krampus one. Krampus, yeah. Black yeah. Christmas is good. Deadly Christmas, Killness, what could I? Merry Axmas, Jingle, Jingle Kill, Jingle Kill, <laughs> Jingle Kill. Holy shit! Then uh, <laughs> Easter, you've got like I don't know, Kill, uh, Kill Easter. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you um, mm-hmm. give that like button a little kiss. Yes on the Spotify's five stars mm-hmm. give us give us a kiss uh, tell us what you think of us um, don't get too personal follow us on Letterboxd yeah uh, professional love to me yeah uh, yeah have a happy Thanksgiving when In- is Thanksgiving it's Thursday I think uh, yeah it's, it's Thursday yeah it is yeah it's this Thursday enjoy your Thanksgiving enjoy it be thankful well, for us yeah yeah be thankful for us actually we're not here forever exactly well i might be you'll find out <laughs> <laughs> bye <Bye-bye. laughs>